episode 88 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. This podcast was created because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. Stephen Warner came up with a great new idea. He got some help in Wichita and Lawn Buddy is now in use across the country. Not only that, it spawns some other businesses as well. The founder and CEO of Lawn Buddy is my guest this week, Stephen Warner. Once again, we'll talk to him about Lawn Buddy, how it developed, what others can learn from his experiences, and what's coming up for his company and companies. First, some notes about the weekly edition. Big story this week, the CFO Awards. Many times CFOs are behind the scenes. They don't get a lot of credit for what they do to ensure the success of their companies. Some of them want it that way, but we've been honoring CFOs for the past nine years and we're proud to give them their due. 17 people earned CFO awards this year and we tell their stories in this week's Wichita Business Journal. Coverage begins on page 10. Also in the weekly edition, our top 25 list, the largest HVAC companies in the Wichita area. We provide details on their leadership their sizes, and their work on page four. If you're not taking advantage of our leads section, you should. It might help you if you knew who was setting up a new corporation or who owes back taxes. Also, new real estate deals, building permits, court judgments. We collect them so you can use them. Starts this week on page 24. Back in a moment to talk with entrepreneur Stephen Warner after this. Welcome to Biz Talk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business, your business that is, is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. We've been writing about Stephen and Lawn Buddy for the past couple of years. He's won competitions as his idea grows larger and he's here to tell us about his journey. Appreciate you taking some time. I know you're very busy. I appreciate you being here on the podcast. No worries. Thank you very much for having me. I know you've told this story about a million times. I've probably heard you tell this story about half a million times, but talk about how Lawn Buddy got started. Yeah, so um, you're right. I've told the story a million <laughs> times, and uh, it still people think don't uh, don't think that it's a, a, a true, but it is a true story. So I'm not from Wichita. I moved here um, 2014 and um, started to go into Wichita State University using my GI Bill. Um, and grass grows really fast here in, in Wichita, Kansas. It's not like Wyoming. Um, and uh, I remember uh, we had just moved into our house and uh, the lawn was overgrown and uh, my wife was on me to, to get the lawn mowed and it was hot. It gets hot here. Right. Um, and uh, I just didn't want to do it. So uh, we'd been studying the on-demand gig economy and um, entrepreneurship classes at Wichita State. Um, and I thought, you know, that, that's a, that's a good idea. If, if someone could come and, and mow my lawn and right. not have to worry about, you know, insurance or someone on Craigslist or hiring the neighbor down the street and worrying that he was going to hurt himself. Right. Um, so went inside and put pen to paper and came up with the, the lawn buddy concept. Um, and it kind of took off from there. Now I didn't, I didn't mow my lawn, um, <laughs> <laughs> but we did create a business. So, um, kind of some trade off there. Um, and along the way we've kind of, we've molded, uh, and adapted to what our users exactly want. Um, so when we first started 2016, um, the December of that year, we launched the product, which was an on-demand snow removal and lawn care, um, in the Wichita area. Um, I truly believe that we're the reason why it stopped snowing in Wichita, <laughs> um, because when we launched it, there was no more snow. Of course. Um, yep. Uh, uh, and so 
after that, we went into that mowing season and we were able to expand to some other markets. Um, but I love doing root cause analysis. It's something from the uh, project management side of the house when I was in Wyoming. I kind of pulled into Lawn Buddy mm-hmm. um, and we found that we made up less than 10% of the uh, actual work that our lawn care providers were doing. Um, and even more so, when we spoke to these providers, we found out they had no way to manage their companies. Um, they were writing schedules on a, a notepad and leaving handwritten invoices at the doormat wow. and then waiting for net 30 to go collect payments. Right. If the, the homeowner remembered to left the check, leave the check <laughs> under the, the doormat or in the door jam. Um, and so we saw that, uh, you know, our providers could really use a solution like what we have to, to manage the system. Um, and that's when we kind of shifted a little bit and we created uh, our Lawn Buddy software as a service model. So we essentially gave them all the, the tools that we had so they could manage their companies and electronic invoices, as well as still have that lead generation through an on-demand app. Um, so at the time, we... Uh, uh, we nicknamed it the Robin Hood effect. I should say I nicknamed it the Robin Hood effect. <laughs> right. I really, really caught on from anyone other than myself. But um, essentially, instead of being a technology company that was using subcontractors to perform the work and the technology company was getting bigger, we flipped it on its head um, to where we gave these small um, lawn and landscape companies across the United States um, access to technology so that they could become a tech company. Right. So they could run their business through technology, send invoices, and kind of facilitate that relationship through an app as well as a website. Um, and that's when it took off. So we did that um, last year, um, and we were mainly in the Midwest, um, and we had hundreds of, of lawn care uh, companies come and, and use our software. Um, but not only that, we had a bunch of homeowners. So we didn't market to homeowners at all mm-hmm. this last mowing season, um, but the, uh, um, the demand for our product was way outweighed by um, the few suppliers that we had to, to fulfill the orders. Right. Um, so that was one of the key metrics that helped us to grow as well as we had a lot of um, growth opportunity on the platform for them. Right. Um, and that kind of led us to where we are today and launching our new product on uh, uh, Lombardy Pro right. um, this last week. So. And we've done a story on that, and it's up on the uh, website at wichitabusinessjournal.com. You can get some details there. Basically, how it works on the, on the customer side you open up the app, you get connected to a lawn service, and they come by and cut your lawn. Uh, for the lawn services, they are able to get into a database, right? Correct. Basically. Yeah. Uh, they have a database, but it's really a full suite of tools for them to manage their business. So it's a true software as a service platform to mm-hmm. where they have a CRM tool for them to securely manage their customer information. Uh, they can send electronic invoices uh, as well as payments through the app. Um, they can do marketing. Um, we found uh, that we're one of the only companies in the software as a service industry that offers this to um, our clients um, as they go in they select an image select a budget and then we use the power and the knowledge that we have through growing our homeowner base and broker that ad for them on their behalf Um, the other unique thing is instead of getting a random um, provider or lawn care company showing up to your house every time um, we call it preferred provider to where if they did a, a good job for you, then they're sticking with you on their account and that's another way we provide value to these small businesses uh, is instead of having just inconsistent work they have a a base that they continue to grow Um, to give you an idea all of the providers that have fully integrated our software into their businesses uh, 2x to 3x their business that first mowing season Um, so it's a super powerful tool that they can use to to grow Um, and now we're even seeing people outside of the lawn and landscape industry coming in and using it um, which is a, a unique opportunity as well 
So tell us about some of the ways uh, Lawn Buddy has expanded beyond just just that, that that application and that and that service that you provide. Yeah, so we did some experimentation with some other industries as well. We uh, we partnered with some some different businesses um, to provide that same software as a service background um, to connect homeowners with. Uh, we did cleaning uh, services at the right. time. We did a, a deal with a, a company here in town to provide that. Um, but uh, what we really saw out of that was a need in the service industry, uh, mainly from people knocking our doors down, asking us for a solution. They right. just didn't want it to say Lawn Buddy. So if I'm installing <laughs> a pool in your backyard, I don't want my invoice saying Lawn Buddy. Right. Um, so uh, coming this summer, we'll actually have a solution for them. Um, so where we, we strip the, the, the Lawn Buddy name out of there and we'll have a, another generic name brand to, to go in it to where they can manage their customers and service them without creating confusion. Um, which is the the name of the game. So, at what point in your evolution did you get connected up with the local startup community and incubators, things like that? Yeah. So this is one thing that I tell entrepreneurs all the time: is when I moved here, I didn't know anyone. I have no family here. It was uh, my wife and I at the time. Um, and when I was in entrepreneurship class, um, my teacher um, Nancy Kersenbrock, um, who's the assistant director of entrepreneurship um, at WSU. Um, she really helped me to, to foster this idea when I brought it to her, uh, connected me to Mark Torline. Right. Um, and then they told me, Hey, you should really go to 1 million cups. Um, and then from there I met several people and then, uh, I like to say I was just persistently annoying. Um, <laughs> so the, the, what I tell entrepreneurs is the way that you, you're able to open these doors as you show up and knock. Right. Um, it's easy to say, I wish I could have that opportunity, but really you just need to go and show up. Right. Um, and so I found out about 1 million cups. I found out at that time EDE had just started. Right. Um, and they had a mentor's lunch um, that uh, I just showed up to. Um, it's actually how I met um, the CTO of our company and the, the co-founder, Philip Matthew, was at that event. Um, and that's how we really started to get connected. I mean, Jacob Wayman was a huge um, factor in that as well, showing up. He's connected to just about everyone here in Wichita, but really helped to provide the right people and direction that I needed to go and talk to, and then showed up and just kept knocking until the door was open. So, Did you feel good about your experience going through those different processes, whether it was One Million Cups or Startup Grind or E2E, those types of things? Yeah, I felt really good about it. Um, the involvement in it, um, especially at the time, was uh, really about community. Um, and there was a lot of support um, for you to go and, and, and at least experiment to, to start a company and right. see, um, is this viable? Is it something that we can go and do? Um, there's a lot of support from the university um, that I received um, through different programs like i um, and eLaunch. And then when they um, did the collaboration with E2E for um, Launch Prep. Um, but it was it was it was very um, a positive experience. Um, now it didn't solve everything. Um, right. But the other thing that I tell folks is that um, the biggest obstacle um, to get something done or to be successful is yourself. You right. have to get out of your own way and realize that sometimes you just got to roll up your sleeves and, and get to work. Um, and uh, so in that aspect, I think um, the training was there um, and the direction was there. And then it's really up to you to, like I said, show up and roll up your sleeves and get, get dirty. How many employees do you have and what do they do? Yeah, so we have six employees now, um, which uh, is very recent to, to the company. Um, so we have three developers, full-time developers. So we have uh, iOS developer, Android developer, uh, and uh, HTML um, developer as well. Um, and then we also have two sales staff 
Um, and we also have um, myself and some supporting roles um, as well with the company and contractors. So we have a brand strategist out of Silicon Valley that comes in and helps with a lot of the strategy behind our ad placements and, and such. And then how to get connected with them. Um, so it was through uh, a local connection. Um, he had uh, worked in the San Francisco for a long time, uh, knew her. She was with 500 startups um, in their marketing department, and then she left to do um, her own thing to help underserved communities and entrepreneurs. Um, and uh, luckily, I made her feel bad uh, <laughs> enough for us, and she came on and helped us. Um, and uh, um, so that's how we were able to get connected with her was through a, a local connection that just knew that she was starting her own company and it might be a good fit. Um, and it's made a world of difference for our company. So you mentioned Mark Torline, and yep. you count him as a really big uh, supporter of yours and somebody who's been a mentor. Mm-hmm. Who are some of the other people who helped you along the way? You know, um, you're right, Mark Torline has been huge, but it's been a a community effort. Um, I was fortunate enough to surround myself um, with a lot of um, very, very smart uh, individuals. Um, So Brian Williamson was another one, Um, Aaron Bastian, um, Jason Cox, Ben Hutton. um, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Um, Sherdell Breathitt Mm -hmm. um, is probably one of uh, my favorite mentors to go and sit down and have coffee with. He looks like he can still play football at Oklahoma, doesn't he? (laughs) I know. He plays basketball every single morning with a bunch of college kids. Um, And when I get into his age to be a a grandfather, then I wish – I hope I'm at the Y playing basketball. That guy's an athlete, that's for sure. Um, But uh, so he's been huge. Um, And Nancy at the the university has been uh, a key part. And there's just so many. Um, and, uh, if I'm leaving anyone out and they're listening to this, <laughs> I, I know you're there. Thank you so much for that. Um, but it's really been a community effort, um, to get us where we are and, um, really help us get to the stage of growth that we're at today. You, you've been successful, but there had to have been some growing pains along the way. Can you talk about those a little bit? Oh yeah. Um, the, <laughs> everyone thinks it's sunshine and rainbows, yeah. uh, but it's really not, uh, it's a, it's a hard, hard path to, to row. Um, what I always tell people is that everybody sees the, the big, the big win. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody sees the, the small wins that you have every day. Right. Um, and it's really an uphill battle. Um, nobody sees working endless hours at the office, struggling to know how you're going to make payroll. Um, all of these growing pains that you have along the way, um, funding, um, that was a big one for a long time, um, and how to, to structure everything. Um, we've done it all ourselves, um, internally for, for all of our rounds. Um, so there was a learning curve there. Um, so that was a little bit of a education process, um, you know, going through making sure we're surrounding ourselves with the right talent. Um, that was another, um, another growing pain for us at first. Um, but, uh, it's all, all learning experiences. Right. Um, really, it, uh, I always tell people um, there's, no such thi- there's no such thing as a novel idea, um, but the way that you see a novel idea become successful is by ex- extraordinary people. Right. Um, and getting those people in place and that team in place is, is crucial for, for, for any, whether you're starting a business, you're in a business, or you're running a business. Right. Um, surrounding yourself with those key team players is, is crucial. Talk about your connection with IMA. That's obviously a company that a lot of people recognize. There's a connection there as well. Yeah, IMA, we, we, we love uh, everyone there. Brad Anderson um, is a really good friend of mine, um, but also was a, a, a crucial um, team member in putting everything together, so we had this partnership. Um, one of the things we struggled with with our providers early on was um, if they had insurance or not. A lot of them didn't know or didn't have access to adequate insurance um, at a, a, a competitive rate. 
Um, and so we sought that in the community um, and really couldn't find any solutions. And then someone said, well, you should really talk to IMA. They're doing some pretty cool things. Um, got connected to Brad, who got connected to a, the, the team here locally and then also in Colorado. Um, and ultimately, it led to a partnership with IMA Select uh, out of Colorado um, to where all, in, all of our providers on our platform now have access to um, instant insurance, essentially. So they can go through that entire process um, not speak to an agent um, and then have a quote for insurance at the end of the day for almost every aspect of their business. Um, they created a really uh, neat technology um, there and uh, we're just happy that we can provide that to um, our customers um, and we do that free of charge. There's we, we don't get any kickback for them being on the platform. It's mm -hmm. just a way that we can provide actual value um, to our to our customer base. Talk about the scope of Lawn Buddy. How many states are you in? We're in 50 states now. Great. Yeah. So uh, in almost every major metro area as well, um, the, uh, except for Wyoming. Cheyenne still eludes <laughs> us, but my hometown of Kemmer, Wyoming is represented. There you go. Or, or they, have, they have providers there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we, uh, we've grown uh, quite a bit in this last year and a half. So At this point, what comes up in the future? How, where is the growth going to come from for Lawn Buddy and your company? Yeah, so I truly believe that uh, our growth comes from our customer base by us providing actual value. It's something I harp on a lot. Um, technology companies today, um, it's easy to sell um, value that's not there, um, so perceived value, um, and we kind of shake things up by um, changing that uh, and leading with provide, providing value for first and then profits follow. Uh, and that's got us to where we are today, so we're going to continue to do that. We are embedded with the lawn and landscape community. Mm -hmm. um, we know their pains. We know their struggles. Um, I'm personally embedded with a lot of different communities, different groups across the U.S. Um, with this so that we can stay relevant um, and provide solutions for them. So that's where that, that path is going to continue is um, continue to stay in tune with the industry and refine our product uh, and provide more product offerings based off of our customers' needs. Um, now, our customers... Um, are evolving like I talked about. We do have several customers in different industries, um, and so we see those um, changes uh, on the horizon as well to continue to better fit their needs. Are you having to travel quite a bit? I am. This this last January, um, it's been uh, quite a bit, but it's not to go and see providers. Mostly it's to facilitate uh, relationships with larger companies. Okay. Um, so just recently I was in D.C., um, and uh, that was to meet with a, a national association for lawn and landscape professionals. Um, and so that's where a lot of my traveling is coming from, is looking and identifying those uh, key strategic, strategic partnerships um, so that we can continue to um, sustain our growth. I want to make sure you stay in Wichita. Do you want to stay in Wichita? You're from Wyoming, so we're 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 here. We're we're staying here. We uh, um, <laughs> we we're pretty embedded here. All of our employees are from Wichita, right? Um, so they got deep roots here. I'm the only um, odd one out with all of our family <laughs> in Wyoming and Utah, right? Um, but uh, we're we're staying here. So we yeah. don't have any plans to move yet. Good. What's coming up uh, in 2019, um, you might talk about Startup Grind and uh, that experience you've had with the national Startup Grind. Yeah, so uh, we had an opportunity to present, or not present, compete in um, Startup Grind's uh, Global Entrepreneurship um, competition. Um, essentially, we submitted all of our investment documents, all of the um, business plan, business summary, uh, and went through several rounds of interviews. Um, and we were recently awarded the top 300 companies in the world by Startup Grind. 
um, which gives us a lot of different opportunities. One, the exposure that comes with the National Startup Grind brand, right. um, but also um, to exhibit and present um, at their global conference in Silicon Valley um, next month. So on the 11th to the 14th, uh, us and a core group of our staff will be traveling to San Francisco um, to, to spread the good news of what a technology company can do out of Wichita, Kansas. And they also name a top 50, right? They do name a top 50, and uh, the uh, those results should be out towards the end of this month, um, and we will be patiently awaiting to see what happens there. We will be watching, and we will be writing about Lawn Buddy quite a bit in the future, I'm sure. Stephen Warner, thank you very much. Congratulations on all your success, and we appreciate you being on the podcast. Thank you guys so much for the opportunity and all your support. You bet. Back in a moment. Most bankers are good at banking talk. What you need is a banker who knows how to talk business. Your business, that is. I'm Andrew Cheney, commercial lender here at Equity Bank. If you've got plans to grow, we're ready to talk about your business. Visit equitybank.com. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 88. Thank you, Stephen Warner. Appreciate it. Check out all our episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and thank you for subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter, and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.